Hello and welcome to the final comic scene podcast of the year and I'm happy to say I've been joined by editor-in-chief of comic scene Tony Foster. Hi Tony. Hi Phil, you make me sound very grand there. (laughs) So Tony, uh, let's kick off with talking a little bit about the recent um, awards. So tell me, how did that come about and what was the response like? Um, Well, I was... Um, reading throughout the year that uh, people were talking about um, a, a sort of comic awards and um, I know that Comic Scene had received a couple of war- awards early on in the year from the uh, Yancey Street Awards at Edinburgh Comic Con and uh, Wire Magazine did awards at, uh, at, at the Portsmouth and and I thought they, they were particularly uh, Good awards, so I was quite surprised that that people were talking about um, comic awards and 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 the lack of them, or or, or something like the lack of an eagle awards or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it kind of stuck in my head, and as I was coming towards the end of the year, I thought, well, we've been doing the magazine now for twelve months. I wonder if if we could we could do an awards um, that were voted by by the people who read comics so i just put a a call out for for nominations and uh, over 30 categories a little bit like the academy awards you know <laughs> um and um and people responded to that and uh we had a number of uh people put forward for each category and and so i had to whittle that down um uh and then we um, introduced the, the the actual thirty categories themselves, and again, it was simply done. People had to just uh, tell us by email or could participate o- online on social media uh, and vote for their favourites. And uh, we had a very very uh, big response from that, uh, and and a number of people uh, going off and you know writing press releases and encouraging people to vote and. And people just sharing the 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 the, the, uh, the actual um, voting itself. Uh, so that was great for for promoting comics, but it, you know, and great for the magazine as well. Uh, so we had in, in total about you know um, I think it was thirty thousand people uh, or individual votes uh, over the piece, and um, so a really really good response uh, and some very interesting interesting uh, winners uh, along the way as well. Which, which which is great, but I think it, you know it's a, it's a good snapshot of 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 certainly what the readers of comic scene or certainly the readers who participate in our social media as well think about uh, comics at the moment, which was which is great. Yeah, that's quite a quite a big uh, response rate that that you got there. I, I take it there's plans to to maybe run this again next year, and is there anything you would do differently next year? 
Um, yeah, I'd probably do it on Survey Monkey next year, or, or, or its equivalent, rather than just asking people to, to email their. <laughs> it took a it took a lot of counting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and you know, we might. I mean, obviously, we wanted to try and and make it as as, as secret as we possibly could um, uh, until the magazine uh, uh, came out. But then we also saw an opportunity to to perhaps promote our digital uh, version of the magazine as well, mm -hmm. because a, a number of people had were quite surprised that we did a digital version of the magazine. And, and so we, we've released the results a week before that. But um, yeah, we, you know, it might be that, you know, uh, the, the season of comic comms is over. Um, usually by the time these awards come out, um, whether it's now or just early into the new year. So it may be that we, we arrange a, a an actual award ceremony, uh, maybe around a dinner or something like that, that uh, people can come to and, and just get to know each other and and, and you know uh, you know socialise with each other, without having to be on a table most of the time selling their wares um, and 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 just you know have a have a party and and and, and get to know get to know each other a little bit more and and, and just and, uh, enjoy finding out who might win the awards as well i mean i suppose there's, there's a, a number of ways it could go so that's in the current issue of uh comic scene which is out this week this this recording will be going out uh on thursday um this week so so it should be in in the shops now and the digital version came out last week yeah yeah great, great. Okay, so I think what we'll do is we'll crack on and we'll go through um, the award winners and the runners up, and we'll maybe have a chat about some of those and uh, and, and highlight some of the the exemplars that are, that are within there, uh, and then we'll just see where the where the conversation takes us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first award in in the listing uh, is the best comic shop UK in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And um, the winner of that award was Comic Den Oldham. Yeah. And the runner-up was Orbital uh, in London. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting with the Comic Den uh, 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 win because not only were people voting for them, but they were, were sending us some quite nice uh, tributes to the shop as well. Right. Um, which uh, just really made you want to go to the shop. Uh, um, the, the, there were some really nice comments made about the people who work there, uh, what they do. Um, so yeah, it, 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 it wasn't just, just a winner, but it was, it was, it was one of the awards where, uh, uh, people, um, gave some sort of, um, comments on, on, on the shop itself in a very positive way. So that was nice to read. Yeah. It's been and a tough course, year. Sorry. Sorry? Yes, it's been a tough year for comic shops. I think, I mean, there's a, you know, a lot of them have kind of gone to the wall or, you know, a runner-up Orbital is going to stop doing the, the weekly uh, editions. Um, you know, so it's good to see that the, the comic shop uh, certain, in certain regions of the UK is, is still thriving and is still a popular destination. Yeah, I think um, the, 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 Orbital, the Orbital one has been a, a really interesting uh, development and and obviously they, they I think they've got some announcement to make in, in February of next year, about what what they're planning to do, uh, but certainly you 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 can imagine that it, it, it must be quite difficult now um, uh, with 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 comic shops having to to order in advance uh, publications, 
um, and not knowing whether they will will or won't sell, um, uh, and and being left with with stock which perhaps they can't even move because they don't really have back issue um, uh, areas within the the shops anymore because they've moved towards using a lot of the space for you know graphic novels or 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 merchandise as well so this this is very interesting what orbital are doing and i and i think i mean it ties in a little bit with what what's happening with with comic scene we obviously do the magazine through um, getmycomics.com for our subscriptions and obviously you can go to getmycomics.com uh, to get your your comics but i think what they also offer for shops is that you you can order through them and then just go and collect your comics at at your favorite shop right and i think that's maybe what's happening at orbital so you know they are then they then know exactly how much they are going to 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 sell and i think you pay for your comics in advance as well so they're not waiting with a you know a, a big huge standing order for you to come and collect yeah. which you haven't yet paid for and i think that's just the way of the shops is uh, you know to to sell to sell merchandise and or you go down the other route, like Forbidden Planet has done in Glasgow, and you create a destination store. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but from from what I've seen online and from what I've heard, it's it's quite spectacular. Mm -hmm. And um, but they've obviously gone down that route where you know it is you know an experience when you go and buy your comics as well, uh, you, you know, as well as as fun just just enjoying the chat and things like that yeah i think i think they've done a fantastic job of that store i've been to the one the new one in glasgow and it is a very very stark contrast to, to where uh, they were before and what what they had before um and it is a good experience uh, i mean it is obviously dominated by you know toys merchandise but there is a big big section of comics and graphic novels so yeah. i don't think you know comics and graphic novel fans will be disappointed by it but the model definitely needs to look that i think and comic stores taking the burden of the responsibility on uh the financial burden i think has been been a real issue this year and hopefully uh, with some of these changes that you've mentioned, uh, that, that some of the other shops will be able to get through that in, in the forthcoming year. Yeah, and, and the, the, the truth is as well, I know that some places are closing down, but a lot of that has to do, uh, not necessarily because they're unsuccessful, but because of ill health of the shop owner, or some people are just getting to the age where they want to retire. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one really to take the shop on anymore. So. Yeah. Uh, it's a combination of different things and different factors, but uh, um, but you know, I suppose online comics and and comics in general and and the sales of comics are nowhere near probably what they were in the the the, the, the heyday. But um, and so it's tough out there. It is it is tough out there. It's tough out there not just for comics, but for for everyone. You know, yeah. you see all these big brand shops closing and and and. So it's you know it's it's just a difficult time, but if people can adapt and grow and change, it, you know, all the better. Yeah, so. no, I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, great. So next category is best comic con or event, um, and the winner of this one is the Inner Skill Comic Con, and the runner up is Oldham Comic Con. Um, so uh, Inner Skill, and I've I've been lucky enough to go to the Oma Comic Con, uh, which right. is run by. 
uh, Paul Trimble, who runs Inner School and Comic Con as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I have to say that was a fantastic uh, experience from a sort of exhibitor visitor point of view. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's a that's a worthy winner. Is anything you want to, to add uh, to that? Yeah, there's def- definitely some lobbying going on with this particular award from <laughs> uh, the 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 Inner School and people. Um, it was a it was a it was a two horse race, I think. Um, although. Um, I think the Lakes Festival did did a respectable business as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they came third in the end, but um, yeah, it was it was it was a close race between Enniskillen and 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 the Oldham Comic Con. Um, again, I think that's a relatively new Comic Con, and I've heard quite good things about it online and and from people who actually attended. Um, so not only you know worth lobbying as opposed to try and win the award, but you know some really good feedback about uh, the comic-con itself so um yeah two 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 to watch i think uh, re- both relatively new and and yeah good feedback from from both of them so well, well done to Enniskillen for for edging it there in terms of getting the award yeah and i have to say that you know that having having been over over to to uh, northern ireland uh, for for the oma event um which mm-hmm. is very similar i think to the Enniskillen one um, I was really, um, it was really refreshing to to see how that con was run, and it was very personal set up, and it was small enough that you could really you know, talk to the creators, but it was big enough that there was enough trade going on to make it worthwhile for everyone. Yeah. So you know, I think they got the balance right, and it's sometimes the case when when comic cons kind of grow too big that that they have a kind of identity crisis in a way. Uh, and uh, they struggle with venues and and, and one that springs to mind and and although relatively positively uh, uh, taken this year was was Thought Bubble's move uh, out of Leeds Um, Mm -hmm. but uh, having been to that as well this year uh, I have to say that 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 was great that it was all under one roof Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that made a huge huge difference Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm surprised to to not see that a bit further up the list but it might have just been the timing of the votes maybe uh, that, that that wasn't quite uh, hadn't quite completed at that point. Yeah, you you did get a sense of all the of all the comic cons throughout the year. If you if you follow these sorts of things, that that was a true uh, comics event. There was some really good positive vibes coming from from creators and 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 small press and and public pub, uh, publicate publishers etc. Coming from the the thought bubble one and and that yes, the move had been. Had been uh, a really well thought through and 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 good comic con and some very very positive comments there and yeah I think it does come down to timing at the end of the day when we were actually doing the the the, the um, in fact the, the votes may have already been cast by then mm-hmm. um, so um, but yeah it, it did and, and a few uh, there's been a number of comic cons I think throughout the year that have had some very very good and positive um, um, comments coming coming from them so I think you're starting to see probably I mean a number of a number of things coming through um, in a very sort of positive way things that people will actually spend time to to go to I mean it was quite interesting I was listening to the um, I think it's the awesome comic podcast and uh, they were talking about comic cons that they were planning to attend this year which seemed to be, you know, stepping back from some of them. Some they were going to go as punters, but but as people who were exhibiting there or maybe attending there to do their podcast, they decided to maybe step back from some of them. 
Uh, and uh, I think maybe there are now uh, a number of people who will, will pick and choose what they're actually doing because they've been doing it for a few years and they know what works for them and what doesn't. And so that'll be interesting to see if, if, if things do develop and, and, and you start to see a core number of very good comic cons um, coming to the fore and being the, the one that people want to go to. Okay, great. Um, moving on to best comic movie actor stroke actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner here, Mark Hamill, and runner-up, Tom Holland. So, yeah. uh, interesting. Uh, interesting choices there. Obviously, uh, Mark Hamill's obviously in the, in the press at the moment with the imminent um, final part of the Star Wars, well, the, the, the original Star Wars saga, if you want, uh, about to come out. Uh, yeah. And uh, obviously Tom Holland with the with his Spider Man success, you know. So uh, so yeah, how how were the votes in in that category? Yeah, were quite diverse. Yeah, I mean, I, I at one thing is it Jokerman Phoenix? Yeah. Um, I thought was going to walk it at one point. Um, with the Joker, that was out at the time. It had just come out, and you know, as you as you get with the Oscars as well, it's usually the the movie that's in everybody's mind that that wins it, and. That was that was doing re- he was doing really well for his performance in, in the Joker, which has obviously been a, a big hit for for the DC and um, DC Comics. And um, but um, yeah, I think uh, at the end of the day, the, the chewing gum movie of Spider Man, um, uh, which I think was a, a, a fan favorite, uh, did well for Tom Holland, and, and I think he's. He's been doing the rounds quite in a positive way, and, and people like him. And then uh, Mark Hamill, of course. I think it was—I I don't know. I think maybe we promoted the awards on a Star Wars site, and suddenly it, it went ballistic for Mark. <laughs> um, obviously, he's—he's he's done the Joker as well as and, and the new the new Star Wars movie. I'm assuming he's in it or, or, or not. Well, we it's hard know. to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell from yeah. the publicity. Uh, so far. But you know, usually these these ex Jedi's do do come back in some ghostly form or another. So <laughs> um, uh, I'm assuming that he's probably going to be in it. People will know today because I think there's been a, a press showing of it today. So, but yeah. they're all probably keeping it quiet because of spoilers and things like that. So, yes, well done to to to, to Mark Hamill um, for 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 that and. And for well, two great characters, but certainly one that that will stick in people's minds for 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 a very long time with the, the Luke Skywalker role. So yeah, good on him. Okay, next up is a Bookshop for Graphic Novels, mm-hmm. and the winner here yep. is Traveling Man, and the runner-up is Page Forty Five. Mm-hmm. So um, as it says in the magazine, a close race uh, here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Travel Man just uh, picked uh, page forty-five to the post. Yeah. So yeah, um, I have been to a few. Uh, well, I've been to the Travel Man in uh, in Leeds. Uh, I was very impressed with the with the stock and the way the, the stores laid out and the service. I have to say, is very good as well. Um, so yeah, from from my point of view, from a, from someone who, who who's who frequents, you know, has frequented uh, Travel Man, I could I could see why that would be a worthy winner. Yeah, we we thought this was an interesting category to put in um, because um, there's been a number of bookshops have you know tended to sometimes retweet stuff that comic scene's been putting out there as well. You know, some some Waterstones in in the UK, um, and then there was the nomination for foils as well uh, that came through, 
in this, which we, we, we didn't expect. Mm -hmm. um, and I've, I, I've not been to page 45, but I have been to uh, Travelling Man in Newcastle. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, I went to a street in Newcastle, which is just off the, 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 the railway station, which I, I know there's a number of, I think there's a film of Planet there, and Travelling Man's right next to it. And there's a, a geek retreat over the road, and there's a, one of these Harry Potter-type shops as well. Um, um, all in one street. <laughs> which is which is amazing, but uh, I mean, it was quite interesting going into the Forbidden Planet and 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 then into Traveling Man because Traveling Man to me was like a, a well, it had a you know a great selection of um, small press comics, uh, uh, graphic novels, which obviously this is all about, um, and it looked you know a small amount of comics, but you know it was a comic shop. Whereas when I went into Forbidden Planet, uh, you know, it was it it didn't feel like a comic shop at all. It did it, it was full of you know Funko Pops and and um, sort of manga books at the back rather than comics. Everything else is in the basement. Yeah. So it, it shows you how things are changing and 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 developing and and what our view of a comic shop is. But there is a you know there's a there's been a lot of bookshops that I've visited uh, over the last year, which have really substantial graphic novel sections now. Um, and, it, you know, and they're all in high footfall places. So, um, and, and, you know, I go in them a number of times and you do see, you know, books are selling in those areas. So it's an interesting place where I think people are getting their, their, their comics now. Yeah, in Dundee, uh, we've, we've lost our two comic stores, so we have Waterstones now really representing, certainly, graphic novels. Uh, and they have a pretty extensive section. There's obviously someone who's into to graphic novels works there because they have a very good lineup of, 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 yeah. of graphic novels and okay, obviously someone who's specialising in that. Um, but you know, we are crying out for, for something more in Dundee, so I'm hoping at some point someone steps up to the plate and... And opens something up that, that that can cater for the, the large audience that we have here. Um, oh, yeah, I just okay. use get my comics. Well, yeah, or that as well, which it seems to be the way it's going. To be honest, <laughs> you know, uh, it's certainly the way I get my comics these days. So, uh, right. you know. um, okay. So uh, next is best cosplay. Now, uh, I have to apologise in advance. You're not being that big on cosplay. Uh, I'm not very aware of the winner and the runner-up. But the winner is uh, Michael Chandler. Mm -hmm. And the runner-up is Possum Queen Cosplay. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you can elaborate a bit more on, on the two winners here. Uh, no, I can't really elaborate on the two, two, two winners because uh, co cosplay is a completely alien concept to me. Uh, I think it's, it's a fantastic cosplay. Uh, you know, um, I mean, I've been to a few comic cons now, and cosplay seems to be the thing that goes on uh, with uh, a lot of well, older, old and young. And you know, it's a great expression of 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 of, of, of for people to do. It's sometimes I think it's quite a brave thing for people to do, um, but. You know, I, I did get a sense that there is an undercurrent of, of you know, this is quite serious to these people who, who, who do this. I think there's even a, there is even a specialist magazine about for cosplay yeah. um, that's available uh, for people to, to buy. And, um, you know, it was something that I thought was an important category to, to recognize and put in. And uh, even just to get a bit of an understanding 
myself what what this was uh, um, uh, and, and why it was important to people and you know it's something perhaps um, we'll progress a little bit more in the in the in the new year and I'll talk about that a little bit later but um, yeah it was really it, it, I think it was an important thing to put in because it's it is a an, a major part of people's interest in comics wherever they've come from and uh, and an expression it's their way of expressing their love of the medium yeah. in the same way as a, a small press creator might produce comics because that's how they're expressing their love for the medium it's just a it's just a different way of doing it and i think no matter what your view on that is i think it's important to to recognize that and and you know and, and celebrate it if, if we can yeah, I mean, in Dundee, uh, especially, we have the, the uh, annual uh, Decon event, which mm -hmm. primarily is cosplay, anime, uh, games, comics, film, TV, you know, uh, but primarily cosplay. So certainly mm -hmm. on the campus, you know, uh, in, in April, and I think it's on April 18th um, next mm -hmm. year, um, you'll see various amazing, you know, cosplay outfits that, um, yeah. that you know, professional semi-professional amateur you know it goes across the whole range and i've often thought you know i work in the art college in dundee and we have a very well respected textiles department um and i've often thought you know wouldn't it be amazing if you know we ever got to the point where there was some sort of cosplay kind of course you know because i think it would be hugely popular especially with that making aspect you know that creating the outfits and exhibiting them and wearing them and you know touring around with 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 your artwork essentially i think there's a whole whole un undeveloped area there that that potentially you know colleges could could tap into well, well you're right i mean if you think about it in its its its, it's logical step it, for for i mean some of these are very young kids who are doing this but they're working on their makeup they're working on their costume they're developing their costumes some go as different different things and you know, whatever you say, that you know, comic book movies are all out there. Movies, just in general, horror movies, whatever, are out there. And you know, there is an industry of people who do costume. There is an industry of people who do makeup for these movies. Yeah. Uh, who, who, you know, who do special effects for these movies. And you know, your inspiration can start from the point when you start being, doing cosplay. That might be, that might be where you start your your creative process, just in the same way as. As somebody who picks up a pen and, and a piece of paper and, and draws and draws a comic or, or writes a comic, so however you come into it and however you express yourself, I think it's it's worth celebrating. And what's really interesting for me is is I mean you obviously work in the university sector, Phil, and, and as 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 I used to, and one of the biggest nights of the year used to be Halloween, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. in fact it was the biggest yeah. night the uh, of the yeah. year. Because, you know, with the, the, you know, now that media and television has, you know, you can be watching any type of television program. Kids don't have that connection anymore where they go, oh, I used to watch Mr. Ben. And they all go, oh, so did I. Or mm -hmm. I used to watch Grange Hill. And oh, yeah, so do I. You know, they could, you know, some of them watch Dora the Explorer and some of them watch, I don't know, Scooby-Doo, just depending on, you know, but they don't all have the same experience. Mm -hmm. But Halloween is their experience. It's the one thing that they've all experienced as they've gone, you know, rather than television or, or radio or books or whatever, you know, that's been what something that they've grown up with. And dressing up and expressing themselves and going out and having a good time is is, is what that's all about. And again, it's, it's the biggest night of the year. So, you know, cosplay shouldn't be a surprise to, 
to anybody. And, and as I said, it was, it's not something that I understand. It's not something that I, you know, I know too much about, but I think we should all be willing to learn about it and, and celebrate it if we can. So that's why it's in there. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to agree with that. I do remember when I was an art student back in the early nineties, um, the art college had a particularly good Halloween uh, night, which was essentially cosplay and all but the name, the name hadn't been coined at that point, you know, but really yeah. you've got a bunch of creative art students, dressing up and going the extra mile and i saw some amazing <laughs> outfits back in the day you know it was, it was the best night of the year so yeah. like you say no surprise but definitely an opportunity there i think if someone takes that on you know to maybe develop that as a as a i don't know it could be a course it could be a, it could be vocational it could be professional like you say leading into film and tv costume and, and makeup so you know a huge potential yeah so, next category is Best Comic Merchandise. Mm-hmm. And the winner of this one is uh, Carlos Square, a lawgiver. And yep. the runner-up is uh, Funko. Yeah. So, in the magazine, you've said this was never in doubt. So, yeah. uh, I take it this was a clear winner. Yeah, it was clear, It was a clear winner. Um, uh, it, it was funny because I was expecting somebody to nominate Carlos um, uh, for one of the for one of the categories, and um, and it didn't happen. But so this is the only one where he was mentioned, um, and yeah, it was a clear it was a clear winner. And and, and I've seen the I've seen the um, the merchandise online, and and it, you know it. It's all a bit of fun. It looks it looks great, and uh, yeah. But as soon as it was nominated, everybody was just just go- going for it. So um, yeah, it was it was a clear winner. Yeah, and uh, run up Funko now. That now going back to you know Forbidden Planet Shop in in Glasgow, they have an absolutely huge um, Funko section as you walk in now, just to show you how. How far that has has come on, you know, it, it takes up a, a whole a whole wall, and it's been kind of branded in that way. And it is a huge thing. But I have to say, personally, they don't really do much for me. But I don't think yeah. I'm the demographic or the target audience. So I get the popularity of them. It's a collectible item, and it's obviously tied into the franchises. So I could understand the collectability of it. It's just something that I've never got into. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, it. it it's it's really the, the toy industry just in general is is really interesting. I I was never really into you know Earthix or you know Barbie or, or or any any toys really. I was never really you know it was never a big big things. I think I, I probably had an evil Knievel and a six billion dollar man and, and and played with it for for ten years or something <laughs> like that. Um, but you know, merchandise is 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 is, is obviously quite big, and, and alongside movies now, you know, it's it, it seems self perpetuating. It's you know, it's constantly going to go. It will be interesting though, because you know, fads do come and go, and you know, there are those kind of toys that we remember as kids that that, that were huge, and then they just disappear. Uh, they do fall out of favour. Yeah. And you wonder, you know, what happens if that market, if God forbid, it, it ever does disappear, you know, there'll be walls and walls and walls of empty space in these comic shops unless there's something else to replace them. Well, hopefully but comics, yeah, I mean, maybe. It, <laughs> hopefully it, they'll put comics in their place. I don't know. <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll go all retro again. Um, but, yeah, it is, It is. Um, it, it you know, it 
is is massive and it's no surprise to 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 see it in there but i'm I'm a little bit like you it's it's not something i think we've got some funkos in the in the house but they're just from these secret bags oh yeah that you get yeah. you know these at comic cons where you get sort of 20 you pay a 10 or 15 quid and you get some mystery <laughs> items in it and it's it's those funko characters that you just go i can't even believe they even made one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, there's definitely a market for it. There's obviously popular, you know. And coming back to the winner, I, I, I do think that, that generally Planet Replicas do a fantastic job of yeah. their merchandise and, you know, the, the, the quality of the, the final product. Again, they were down at um, Thought Bubble. Um, yeah. they, they, had a, they had a stand down there and um, they, they were they worked very closely with uh, this, this Steve Green and, 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 uh, and Steve Stalkechi. And mm-hmm. um, they, they had um, uh, Mike McMahon on their table as well this year, right down there. Mm-hmm. So they had a kind of uh, it was like a three pronged attack down a down a um, thought bubble. Uh, and right. really, what was interesting about that was the way they are relating the the physical items back to the comics. So, for example, right. uh, Mike McMahon had done the character designs for a new project um that there was been turned into 3d models that had been built in 3d and the computer and, 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 and 3d printed and there was merchandise attached to that but feeding back into the comic so i thought that was yeah. really smart so it wasn't just a one-way street where okay here's some merchandise based on comics here's us pushing this back into the comics and using the production processes uh to create the comics themselves so i thought that's yeah. a really smart move and something that i think uh, I, I hope we see a bit more of in the new year Oh, absolutely, uh, and there's such a market there. Uh, I mean, these 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 people who who grew up in that comic, you know, they can, you know, they could probably. Have, I mean, I don't know how expensive these things are, but I'd imagine that they're, they're they can be quite expensive in the scheme of things. And but there are people and collectors who just love those that kind of thing, and you know, and 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 growing up on a specific way that a badge was designed, or you know, a lawgiver was designed, or whatever. And want something like that. So it's you know, and it's absolutely fantastic that there's there's things out there that, that people can can indulge their passion even further than, than the search for quality progs that perhaps have got a little bit torn along the way. So it's brilliant. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great to see where that's going, and, and the use of that technology is fantastic. And it's and it's much more accessible than than people think. You know. I mean, you could actually, you know, you can go into to Asda now and, and, and 3D print something off if you if you feel the wow. need, you know. So, so that's great to see. Um, okay, so our next category is best library, and the winner yeah. of this one is Renfrewshire Libraries, and yeah. the runner-up is our own Dundee Libraries. Yeah. So yeah. we wanted to we we wanted to include libraries. Um, li- the libraries have been amazingly supportive of comic scene uh, over the last year amazingly supportive of us um uh, probably even more so than some a- 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 areas of the comic industry in terms of their support for, for for comic scene and you know making people aware of comics and and and, and wanting to share uh, comics and and you know for a number of years, obviously, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, there is an undercurrent that some libraries look down on, 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 on comics as not being, you know, uh, appropriate reading material. But that seems to be disappearing now, particularly with the amount of 
different comics that are coming out that are, are dealing with certain issues that aren't just about superheroes. So, um, yeah, the, 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 the libraries have been, and library organizations have been very supportive of, of, of comic scene, putting articles out there um, about the magazine, uh, trying to encourage libraries to, to take comic scene. And, and uh, so it, you know, it provides a guide for the librarians on perhaps what to, to pick and choose. Um, uh, and also, you know, uh, can be, can be there for people to have a look through uh, and, and maybe uh, think about a, a comic to buy or a graphic novel to buy. Uh, so we've been doing a lot of work on that over the, the last, the last year and, and they've been very, very supportive. So we wanted to, and, and through that we've, we've realized that there are some libraries that were doing really, uh, some excellent work, you know, some provide a free, um, uh, uh, they've got a system where they can provide free comics that you can go and read them digitally, or they've actually gone and, and, and out their way and produced a really good sort of section in their library of, of graphic novels. Whereas, you know, many years ago, it might have been one, just one or two, you know, Tintin and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, things like that. So, um, yeah, I've been, we, we thought it was really important and, and, and Red Fisher Libraries is a good example of that. They were one of the very first ones who came to us and, and, um, and asked to stop the magazine in their libraries. So it was good to see. And, you know, it was a close run race again, uh, Dundee libraries performing really well in there, but Renfrewshire just, just pipped them at the post. Um, so yeah. Um, and the libraries are, uh, you know, there are, we're, we're working on a, a directory at the moment of uh, a creator's directory and the reason we want to do that is uh, you know a number of libraries although you know there are cuts in library budgets you know they're doing you know uh, comic workshops for kids in the libraries and stuff like that and you know it, it you know at a local level you've got people that they can go to but it's not the same for everybody um, so we wanted to maybe put a directory out there that, that people can in libraries can actually see and maybe bring in a creator to work with kids on on, on comics. Um, so that's something that we're working on at the moment, and, and and want to encourage with the links that we're doing with the with with libraries there. So yeah, it was a very important category for us, and and you know, uh, well done to Renfrewshire for winning it. Yeah, I think it is important that we still retain libraries as in the community and making books, graphic novels, you know, even, you know, uh, DVDs, films, you know, uh, periodicals accessible to, to a lot of people who maybe can't actually get their hands on them. So it's vital that, that, that we retain them. And we've been quite lucky in Scotland. I know there's been a lot of cuts uh, in England in particular of, of li at libraries. So I think we're quite lucky. And we're quite lucky within the university as well to have a, a really well-stocked library, um, certainly uh, in the main library and in the, in the art college library, we have a huge um, comics and graphic novel section, which we're very happy that we have. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. so here's to, here's to retaining that in the future. Fantastic, yeah, and, and as you say, libraries are doing so many different things now. Um, and if we can help uh, oil the wheels a little bit on that, then as, as, as a magazine, then we're, we're, we're more than happy to do that. Yeah, actually coming back to that 3D printing point again, you could actually 3D print in, in Dundee uh, Central Library now as well. Oh, so they fantastic. are embracing that technology as well, which is fantastic. Great. Yeah. Okay, so next up is best movie uh, and or TV show. 
And the winner of this category is The Boys. And the runner-up uh, for this is Avengers Endgame. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Avengers Endgame all the way. Um, um, but I, I've not actually seen The Boys, but the the, the uh, trailer for it made me want to see it. It's just, you know, time and 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 not quite understanding how television streaming works fully. <laughs> um, but it came, came through strong as, as something that people uh, really enjoyed as a television series. And of course, Avengers Endgame was, was a fantastic movie uh, to, end, to end that that's a run of, of Marvel movies as well. So, um, yeah, the boys came out really, really strongly. Um, and, 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 but it was a close run, close run thing. But again, I think it comes down to timing when something comes out at the same time as you're doing the awards or just after the awards and it's stuck in people's minds, then people go for it. You know, I mean, I think the, the watchman has just been out, um, uh, on, on television and no matter what your, your view of, of that and the development of, of that television series, you know, there's a lot of good, good stuff uh, being said about that television series as a as a standalone sort of TV series. So, if, you know, if the awards have been done just now, it might have been The Watchmen that people would have gone for, but The Boys won it, so yeah, that's I think, great. I think you're right, actually. It, is, it does come to, down to timing, and certainly there's been a lot of uh, uh, good hype around the, the Watchmen show. Uh, the Boys was heavily promoted this year over uh, in San Diego. It was on the side of, right. one of one of the big wraps that they have on the side of the with the skyscrapers down in the Bay Area, so it was very visible, uh, very much one of the big launches of, of the year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, where that goes. And uh, I think again, interesting that they did choose to follow the source, uh, the comic source, quite uh, quite closely in yeah. producing that. And quite interesting that that Watchmen didn't, but followed, you know, a lot of the themes of the show. Uh, mm -hmm. Rather than follow the the, the the actual kind of narrative of of the original comics, yeah. So yeah, great, great stuff. So best new comic and uh, graphic novel UK, and the winner mm -hmm. of this one is Hilda and the Mountain King by Luke Pearson, and mm -hmm. the runner up is uh, Power Boot Camp. In fact, it might be Punch Power Boot Camp. I think it is. Right. Um, uh, um, but yeah, um, uh, two titles I haven't seen um um i think hilda and the mountain king is 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 it from no brow um um and tied in uh with the tv series as well a lot of uh, coverage at, at, at comic cons i think as well in mm -hmm. terms of promoting that um so yeah it came out very very strongly and, and i think it's 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 obviously a character that people people really do like um and um you know, I surprised the in, in in terms of of the of the result there, but you know that's the changing changing uh, comic market. I think um, in terms of in, in in terms of that particular publication, and 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 you know that's just one just one to watch. I think. Yeah, does it does this remind me in a way? I don't know, look and feel of it a little bit of you know Tintin and 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 mm -hmm. Netflix, you know that kind of format, you know, but obviously bringing yeah. it up to the twenty first century and certainly having a tie in Netflix series uh, does it no harm, I would say, you know. Yes, exactly. um, But it's got a nice look and feel about it. It's nice, nicely designed. Um, it's it, it's very it's very now, you know. I think so. I could see why that would appeal. And yeah. um, um, so punch, punch Power Boot Camp, 
Uh, anything you could add to that? I mean, it's not something I'm aware of, if I'm being honest, but something I'm I actually not, want to look at. I'm not at. even sure if it's out yet. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was certainly, it was certainly uh, again, what's been interesting about these awards um, was there was a number of, of creators who obviously thought this is going to be really good to help promote my my title yeah. and I'm going to work really hard here to not only promote my nomination but also promote my my comic and you know that was one of the reasons for doing it it was to you know help people highlight what they're they're actually doing and some people did it well and some people you know maybe just fell short of the mark but um, it's certainly you know no different from I suppose the Oscars when they're trying to lobby people to, to nominate them and then vote for them I think it was it was just a, a great way of promoting comics leading up to it during the vote and actually now when the publication comes out on Thursday that you've got your title in there and it and it, and and and, and uh, it's a chance for people to you know know about your book and pick up your book because there's so much stuff out there it's actually quite hard to pick and choose what might be or might not be good. Um, and what you're trying to do is, you know, if, if your your title is available in a comic shop or if it's is online or, you know, you you know your digital issue is just out there or your Kickstarter is about to start, you just wanna you wanna be just above the noise a little bit. And I think that's what happened here with this particular title. And you know, um, and I think there'll be more of that as it as 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 it goes on. And it, you know, that'll dilute it all and, and make it, you know, but people. When you launch an awards, I think people, you know, like, oh, just another awards or, you know, or it takes a, a, a while to get into people's heads that it's actually happening. Yeah. But people then learn from that in years to come and they go, all oh, right, right, I'm going to really go for this this year. This, you know, I'm going to promote my my title. It deserves to be in there. It's had good reviews and, and I'm going to bring my fans on with that. And and so hopefully, you know, that that's a category that's going to be even more interesting next year to see. Just for the sake of any completists out there, it's actually called Power Punch Bootcamp, and it is yeah, still on Power Kickstarter. It's just literally just passed its uh, its goal. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it was looking for about three thousand pounds, and it's just achieved that um, with three thousand and ten pounds, um, and that comes out in December. It says here. Yeah. So but it's quite an interesting one. That's something that isn't actually out <laughs> yeah. from second. And uh, I know that it was. It, you know, we did these awards quite. Um, we, we to get them in print, we had to really turn it around very quickly. And I think I, I missed missed out the uh, the the punch bit. Um, so uh, apologies to the creators for that. Uh, but um, you know, it, it, it's great that somebody is, is. I mean, that's what's exciting about it, and it's, it's you know, it's just taking that title, and you know, some people have already seen it, or some people have seen things they, they think it's interesting, and they've gone out and they've voted for it. So well yeah. done. Yep. Okay. Well, that's one to watch, and we'll look forward to that coming out this month. And mm -hmm. um, so next one. Uh, now this is where I have to put on my unbiased hat, and I'm going to try not to talk about this too uh, too greatly. So the best class classic reprint UK. Uh, yeah. The winner is uh, Ramsey's Raiders, and the runner-up is Leopard from Lime Street Book Two. And just for the sake of transparency, I have to say here that I was part of the the, the team on the on the reprint edition, so I did the colouring along with uh, a colleague of mine called Scott Dunbar. But yeah. uh, but what I'd like to say is I'd like to say you know kudos to the original uh, creative team. So the editor of the original book was George Lowe. 
between mm-hmm. the writer Fern Candley and the original artist uh, Keith Page, uh, with covers by the, the the fantastic Ian Kennedy. And uh, obviously, uh, uh, we're all delighted with with, with this result. Um, but really, uh, again, this reprint comes down to Gordon Tate and the uh, DC Thompson's Heritage uh, Brands team, uh, mm-hmm. who who took the original artwork and uh, and uh, re uh, scanned it and we re- recolored it, and it was re lettered and repackaged into a graphic novel format, which has been successful enough to uh, spin out into a second Ramsey's Raiders reprint, but yeah. also uh, more recently, um, the Starblazer reprint, which I think is a really interesting move. So I'm trying to be very unbiased here, but really kudos to, to Gordon Tate and the team, and, and again to the original creators of, of the of the original comics. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was great. To say, I mean, I, I, I've been, I picked up Ramsey's Raiders, and um, it's not a title I'm particularly familiar with, um, but I, you know, I know, I, I appreciate there's a, there's a big commando, um, group out there who who will support such such titles and um yeah congratulations to all the heritage team they're doing so well there's both both rebellion and 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 uh, dc thompson and the heritage team are doing some fantastic fantastic work and and you know to see something a little bit oversized a little bit in color with some new lettering and, and uh, 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 it was 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 good to see i think um, and in fact, commented on even when the, the, the reprint of Starblazer came out that people wanted to see that in colour too, I think. So um, they've, they've raised the bar there, I think, with those publications. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they go down the, the route of that, like Rebellion have done with the, the multiple, you know, uh, issues of, um, you know, the, the obviously Life of Lime Street is the second book in that series. Yeah. And again, the, the release schedule from Rebellion for the next year. In their, in their graphic novels range is, is, is really exciting to see. So again, mm-hmm. Disney Thompson do have a, a back catalogue that uh, is kind of hopefully ripe for, for reprinting and this, this certainly seems to be a demand for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. uh, certainly if, um, if Ramsey's Raiders got a second book out of it, then it's, it's, it's obviously there and, and people, people, people want this. So, you know, the more the merrier. Okay, well, we'll move on. Uh, best Manga. The winner mm-hmm. is My Hero Academia, and the runner-up is One Punch Man. So again, yeah. uh, it seems to be a very clear favourite here. And, you know, again, it's, it's something that is on my radar, certainly, again, at the bigger comic cons, and certainly in San Diego, My Hero Academia is a huge phenomenon, uh, and, uh, you know, is very well represented on the floor, uh, and, and has a huge, huge uh, um, fan base. So, uh, yeah, uh, One Punch Man I'm not so familiar with, although I do know it's very popular and there's certainly uh, a show, I think, on Netflix as well that, that backs that one up. So, yeah, um, so yeah any, anything you want to say about the best manga, Tony? Yeah, again, ma- manga is an area that I've not really, uh, I don't know too much about, obviously, but um, I think there was some reports coming out of San Diego about, you know, sales of comics this year and what was you know what was what was popular and um and you can see that manga is up there in terms of 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 the books that people are actually reading and and and, and i think i allude back to to even the forbidden planet in newcastle where you go in and you know uh, manga is upstairs you know in and and it's it's a, a reasonable sized section uh and and even in wh smith there is 
my local WH Smith manga um, uh, reprints, and, and, and it's huge. It's as big as the you know American superhero section. So you know things are changing, and and uh, it is something that people have, have have discovered and and are reading and enjoying, and and it, you know whatever brings people into reading comics, um, it, 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 no matter where it comes from. Um, you know, it's it's great to see. And um, again, it's not something familiar. I'm, I'm sure I will probably really enjoy it. And you know, hopefully, it's something that we'll explore in comic scene, or you know, get someone who will write about it and tell us what 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 titles we should be looking at. I'm sure My Hero Academia is 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 one, and I think there's a series of books there to to sort of uh, look at. Uh, even if that's the introduction uh, for some people, then that's what. Uh, what what to look at so um congratulations again but it, yeah i think you know it's a huge it's a huge market and, and, and again it's something that magazines like comic scene can't can't ignore and and should really be exploring uh, but it does itself have its own magazines out there in, uh, uh, and its own uh cultural magazines out there that that, that on, on the on the on the shelves even next to comic scene so it's well catered for um for people who are fans yeah, again, the the new uh, Forbidden Planet in Glasgow has a huge uh, manga anime section uh, upstairs as well, and you can just see the popularity of not just the 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 um, the, the manga, but the um, the merchandise as well. Uh, it's very very popular and, and very now, you know, uh, and very in at the moment. And you know, I mean, I, I was a massive manga fan back and an anime fan back when I was a student, and uh, that was back in the nineties. But it was very thin in the ground, you know, uh, at that point. It was very hard to get hands on, on good, you know, manga and anime, you know, um, in the UK. Uh, so things have moved on to the point where it's almost unrecognisable to me, you know, this new kind of view yes. of, of manga and anime. And, uh, you know, and it just makes the, the, the cultural environment more vibrant, I think. Yeah, I think if you were reading comics really a long time ago, I think it was like Lone Wolf and Cub was probably, you know, you thought you were being, that was that was the title that you you know you bought because you thought oh look how different i am and <laughs> but it was the only one for ages you know that was a, available and then you know you have frank miller doing stuff with ronin and stuff and that was it that was it for years and years and years but yeah it's great to see uh um that it, it, it you know those influences for those that kind of titles yeah. have you know grown and as you say it's completely unrecognizable now compared to to what it was but um yeah it's not something i've i've i must admit it's not something i've ever read but certainly my hero academia is one is one to pick up okay great stuff okay next one uh which is an interesting uh, category best comic fan I, i'm hoping that, that this uh, category excluded the person who was getting uh, voted for voting for themselves, but I'm not entirely convinced by that. Uh, looking at the winner, um, so so the winner here is uh, Colin Noble, who we know very yep. well here in Dundee. Comes to all our events, uh, yep. and the runner-up is uh, Tony Esmond. Yeah, yeah. This was a this was an unusual one for us to put. I don't, I, you know, it was one of those things where I just went, hmm. I, I probably was looking at uh, another awards and they, you know, they were celebrating people who celebrate comics themselves or celebrate that particular, particular field. And I thought, wouldn't this be a cool thing to put in here? And, 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 and I must admit, I, I didn't even know whether we would get 
any nominations for it. And then and and, and we did. And, and I'm not sure either of them or either of the winners nominated themselves at all, <laughs> but, uh, uh, or even knew that they were probably even in the running for it. Um, uh, uh, people actually just put their names there and said, you know, these people have introduced me to comics. They've been, you know, they, you know, they're always there when I've got a question. Question. They, they can give me an answer. Um, they have something to say about comics, and I know I value their opinion. And um, yeah, that's where that's uh, and, and and Colin just just uh, uh, won the day at the end of the day, and and yeah, good on him. He's you know he he's there when you when you need him, and he's he's got he has got an encyclopedic knowledge of of, of comics, I think, uh, uh, and, and and is willing to share that with anyone who who'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're very aware of, of Colin and Dundee. Like I say, he comes to all our events. He's a very good supporter. of of what we do and uh, like you say yeah certainly uh, when it comes to you know commando or you know ian kennedy or uh, various other artists you'll be right in there with an answer if someone doesn't know uh, a, a, a problem or if someone's a problem that identifying an artist is usually in there and uh, much like uh, uh, david roaches uh, as well in that respect so fantastic to see fans or you know or, 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 I mean, I, I suppose the, the, the word fan is, is contentious. I suppose it's really an aficionado of comics, I suppose you would say. Yeah. And um, if, you're, if you like, if you like, uh, if you want to know more about Colin's interests, he did, he, we did a, a series on our website, comicflix.org, which was called My Perfect Comic, where you um, uh, gave uh, your perfect comic really what what if you had 48 pages and you were the editor of that comic what would you put into it and uh colin was one of the uh people who came forward and said well i'll 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 do this along with a few other people and um so you can go on there and see and, and obviously it's it's a snapshot of the time i'm sure it's, it's you know people's views change daily on that kind of subject but when you're actually sat down and you're thinking what would i put in this what what would i want to put into this comic what are the greatest comics what are the greatest artists etc then um, he he did one of those and that's and that's on our website and of course uh tony uh who's who's a runner up uh <laughs> is uh, a host on the awesome comics podcast so that's definitely worth checking out uh, as well yeah, yeah it is a it's a it's, it's a great it's a great podcast and you know they're open they're honest they say what they think um uh they swear a lot <laughs> um uh, uh, uh it's sponsored by comic house i know that much and um uh but yeah you know it's 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 one to go in and see what what, what they're talking about and 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 you know it's one of the it's one of the it's one of the really good podcasts to go out there and listen to Great stuff. Okay, so we'll move on to the next category, which is Best Comic Media. So the winner of this one, and again, no real surprises here, I would say, is uh, Down the Tube's website. And the runner-up yeah. is relatively new to the area, is uh, the 1977 to 2000 AD Facebook page. Yeah, um, again, the, 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 the guys at 2000 AD, uh, um facebook page really went for it um uh, they've obviously uh, involved with this comic coming out next year called the 77 and um again a good way of highlighting their site um uh, and um but as you say uh, uh, john freeman and dan the tubes have been doing it for a while now uh, and 
the quality of the site is is exceptional. Um, he's been a great friend of comic scene. He's been a he's been he's really helped us along the way and gave us some good advice. Um, and we chat from time to time. But a, a runaway winner when it came to this category. Uh, he it is one of the very uh, few go to sites that I go to. And certainly, um, uh, uh, you know, there's so much information in there now. Uh, If you're looking for any kind of research or or want to know about a comic, uh, you know, you can search on that site and and, and find some information in there. And, and, you know, and and, and John has uh, got a core of people around him as well who contribute to the site. And, and, you know, it is fantastic. It's it's, it's really worth, worth going to. Yeah, I have to say that, you know, from, from our point of view, the university, you know, John gives us very good coverage if we ever do any events or publications, and he's very good at picking up on a story, even if there's no press release available, he'll pick up the information very, very quickly, and, uh, you know, it's testament to, 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 to John and the other contributors, uh, how that runs, you know, really, it's a, it's a kind of... Uh, it's a huge task doing doing something like this for you know for, for for no real payment I would say you know so it's a bit of a thankless task but I think that, you know the comics industry certainly uh, are very appreciative of, of of the coverage that they get on down the tubes and it's very uh, it's very even coverage as well I think you know and John does his best to to to, to keep quite a neutral sort of standpoint on there and I've yeah, been very impressed by how 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 often he updates the the page. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting um, because obviously we do comicflix.org and, and we do a lot shorter stories and, and snappy st- stories and we don't really do as much coverage as John does. I mean, his, his, his site is infinitely superior to ours. But it is amazing when you know you're doing a site like that and you, you see what John picks out of a story. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, God, why didn't I think of that? You know, why didn't I pick on that bit of that story or, um, you know, he takes, he might take a press release, but he pulls something out of it that you just go, Oh, that's just genius. You know what he's, he's done there. He's pulled that out or he shares this bit of history, uh, or, you know, he pulls out this creator or, and it, you know, there's something that you learn from it and in it, and it, and it, and, and it is fantastic. It's fantastic science. Yeah, and the, the the new the the newer site uh, with a Facebook page runners up again of a, a really quick traction and getting their fan base up through through Facebook and and trying to put a more positive spin on it because you know there is an issue sometimes with Facebook pages and you know that that kind of environment where it can get quite negative and I think what impresses me about the nineteen seventy seven to two thousand AD Facebook page is that it, it tends to be quite positive, a positive experience, and they won't really tolerate a lot of that kind of negativity that, that comes with these pages. Yeah, I think, I think uh, it, it, it can be a, it can be a, 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 a very um, negative place sometimes. I think there's a lot more positives on, on, on all the sites than there is the, the negative ones, and that's, and that's really why some of the negative comments really stand out, because... Uh, like a sore thumb because they are not necessarily always there or thereabouts and there's been a few uh, things over the last year which have really stood out there and and uh, I know that the 1977-2000 groups kind of as you say shy away from that and um, uh, and certainly uh, stamping it if they can so uh, yeah I mean it's I mean all these things should be quite safe spaces and 
And yes, I think it's it is important to be, you know, give a view, but it is just a view sometimes um, that that might be quite difficult to to stomach. Um, but um, as long as it's dealt with in a in a in a in a in a professional way, and people people don't go to excess and and and, and are cruel to each other, then then hopefully. Um, you know, it does what it's meant to do, which is is make people enjoy the medium rather than than, than not. Okay, good stuff. Um, next up, best web comic, and the winner here is Aces Weekly, and the runner up in this category is Penguin by Alan Henderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some uh, well, Aces Weekly. Um, well, it was a very close run thing i think um aces weekly i mean this was a category that um again it's a little bit like manga and it's a bit like cosplay i know there's a there's a some web comic um industry out there uh, there's a few facebook groups um um that i know absolutely nothing about and and, and indeed my son uh he shows shares some stuff with me that aren't necessarily web comics, you know, that it, but it is, it's humor on things like YouTube and it's animation on YouTube, which uh, essentially comics, if you like, that people turn around really, really quickly um, with, you know, humor and uh, great illustrations, music, etc. It's like the comedy of, of, of now, like I suppose, Monty Python was many years ago and, and Viz was 40 years ago. It's immediate, it's there. But then there's this culture of web comics that are out there. And it was good to put it in to see if people would pull some and tease some stuff out, out of that. Um, but then you've got uh, these two um, comics, which uh, Aces Weekly, which is obviously David Lloyd's uh, title that he started, I don't know, uh, 10 years ago uh, with, an, with an eye on on web taking over from print and and being able to to share people's work which is obviously something that people people like and people read and then you've got alan's work which i think um is is so funny uh, uh and the fact that it's free and you can read some of it online as well as buy the books which i have done he, he he's, he's he's a really really fun comic um and it was great to see it, it it up there along with aces weekly as, as 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 something that people wanted to vote for in the web web comic category i mean i think some of alan's stuff is it, it makes me laugh in the same way that calvin and Hobbes made me laugh mm. uh, many many years ago um it's it I, I love his i love his stuff so they're quite contrasting uh winner and runner up there i would say aces weekly is also <laughs> like you say it's got that kind of um, sort of history now it's, it's been running for quite a long time it's had quite a lot of diverse content over over the years but the format is very much aligned to a more traditional sensibility it's not doing anything sort of flashy with the interface or you know it's not like comicsology it's, it's basically taking comics off the page and onto the screen full stop um, yeah. and, uh, and and then you've got you've got uh, Alan's work, which again is very is very now and is very much that kind of uh, getting getting the, the 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 work out to the market as quickly and as simply as possible. You know, it's mm -hmm. really just posted on a on a Tumblr page. You know, it's it's yeah. mostly free, like you say. You know, 
it's very simple. It's a very simple design and idea, um, but very funny at the same time. So, yeah. uh, so what what that says to me is it's about that uh, route to market and that accessibility. And it means to me that there's no real barriers in the way. If you really want to get your work out there, then you can. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's good to see. And it'd be interesting to see with Alan. Uh, you know, uh, he obviously this is it is free to read online, but how does it? Does it does it help sell the books that he produces? Um, you know, do people want a collection of them all in one place? Because it's quite, you know, it, it's probably quite. I mean, obviously there's the, the, the Tumblr page, but it's actually quite. You know, he puts them on Twitter, or he puts them on Facebook, and it's there and it disappears, and yeah. you know, you, you forget the joke. So, does it help in terms of selling books? Is that quite important as part of it? Well, uh, it's quite an interesting element it's interesting because you know um david lloyd is adamant that you know aces weekly is is digital only mm-hmm. um uh, you know so you know uh, the, the the potential is other markets for that and obviously the ownership uh, uh, does uh, revert to the creators i did a book uh, a story a couple of years ago with uh, one of my graduates rossi gifford and we were in aces weekly and you know we could have uh, taken that to print you know after being on the on the, on the web uh, format but the problem is with digital comics is that monetization, you know, that monetization factor and that there is so much content out there. It is a bit overwhelming. Uh, where do you start? How do you get yourself noticed? You know, how do you monetize it? And I think that is important. I think, you know, that, you know, it can't, okay, you, you can do it as a, a hobby, but really I, I imagine people want to do it as some sort of career or some sort of secondary career or, or, or income. And it is difficult to monetize if you're just trying to exist online only. I thought it was interesting a few years ago when Brian Vaughn did um, did Private Eye, and uh, and that was online only. And then they did a print version of that, a hardback, you know, uh, landscape format, which I thought worked particularly well. And I just wonder whether revenues for that book. Uh, were, were were much higher than the than the online version, which was a really interesting model because it was a it was basically a pay what you think the the book is worth model. Right. So it's a bit like I suppose apps and freemiums and you know mm-hmm. that kind of you know getting the the work out there and trying to claw back the money uh, from the back end of that. Mm-hmm. I think you know there are. I mean, there's a debate, isn't there, that some people actually you know they they buy the digital version of a comic uh, with the idea that they're going to, if they like it, they'll buy the print version of it. Mm-hmm. So you're essentially buying it, buying it twice. And, yeah. and, um, but you, you, you know, the, the print version might be 99 P or, 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 whatever. And then you, you, you go off and you buy the, the print version of it because you, you liked it so much. Um, but you prefer the print form, you know, you prefer the print format, but you're, you're being very selective in what you buy now because, you know, you only have a finite budget. So you just want to, you know, do some tasters. And so you'll go off and buy the digital first issue of a comic or whatever. Um, or, you know, so I think people even purchasing in a, in a completely different way, but it, you know, it does make things difficult for for creators and publishers to, as you say, monetize it and 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 pay a, a decent rate for the work that's being done um, um, uh, to get this out to 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 market because it isn't the same industry that it was, uh, you know, in the eighties and nineties. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting. 
uh, how people are actually getting their, their 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 market. But I think if it's good and it's great and people like it, then I think people will buy it. And something like Penguin uh, by Alan is is very very funny, and that's why I bought the book. You know, that's why I wanted to book because I wanted to you know read them all together and and miss and catch up with the ones that I'd missed. Yeah, no, I think it's it's very true. I think it's important to you know. I think it's important to create you know have that creative freedom, but it's right. also important to have some sort of audience for that rather than being too self indulgent. You know, so I think yeah. it, it has to work on those two levels. I think so. Mm-hmm. That's good to see, and hopefully we'll see more of that kind of model uh, in the future. So yep. next is best comic character UK and Ireland. And again, the winner here, probably no surprise, is Judge Dredd. The runner-up, maybe more of a surprise, but great to see, is uh, Megatomic Battle Rabbit. Yeah. Well, I think Megatomic Battle Rabbit's got probably one of the best names of a character that I've, <laughs> I've read in the last 12 months. I think it's it's, it's, it's a, s- a smashing title. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, uh, uh, Stu and, and the first part people all went for it uh, in terms of uh, getting out there and using it as a way to promote their character um, and he, it, it did it, it did very well and, and, and obviously um, the, the character itself is appearing in comic scene at the moment as well so that probably helped a little too uh, but you know the, the, the outright winner there was was, was, was Judge Dredd and um, I don't think there was any surprise there at all once it was nominated that uh, Dredd's been at the top of these lists for many, many years and um, uh, and there's no stopping him as a character uh, and certainly he, 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 he walked away with this particular award um, uh, and and you know that's testament to, to how how much people like the character I think. Yeah, definitely an enduring character and uh, I have to say I uh... I, I picked up uh, Megatomic Battle Rabbit after uh, Ian Wheeler reviewed it on the podcast uh, earlier in the year. Uh, so it's great to see that getting the credit it deserves. Uh, and, uh, and and again, if you're not aware of it, it, it is uh, currently running in, in comic scenes. So uh, it's definitely worth checking that out. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because that, I think that's where I heard about the title myself first as well when <laughs> Ian was talking about it. Um, and he talked about it with so much fun and affection that you, you know you just wanted to go out there and check it out and yeah it is a great comic good stuff okay we'll move on to best comic character us uh, and worldwide mm-hmm. and again there may be no surprises here to see that the winner is batman and the runner-up is spider-man um so yeah uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that they would always be high up on on the list uh, certainly with a mainstream audience so um but uh, you do know in, in the magazine that it was uh Fairly close run contest between the two characters. Yeah, it looked like Batman was going to walk away with it. And we were just, obviously, it was the year of the Bat, 80 years of the Batman. We were running a, a series in comic scene about it all year. Um, and then, of course, uh, when we mentioned Tom Holland earlier on in the Spider-Man movies and, and the Spider-Verse movie this year as well. Um, but um, Spider-Man has been an enduring character. It, it, it probably, if, if you... If you take away characters from the the comic shops and think about comics in 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 the UK shops over the last thirty or forty years, Spider Man has probably been the most consistent uh, superhero on the newsstands and accessible to most kids or, or adults who read who read comics 
largely in, in, because of probably the cartoons that were on and the, and the live action TV series that were on uh, TV that's, you know, put them into people's minds. So the comics sell really well and they do sell really well even today um, on, on the newsstands. Um, so, um, yeah, it was a close run thing. And I think the the once people started to go about the, the movie and, and things, it, you know, it looked like you, Spider-Man was going to pip uh, Batman to it, but uh, um, in, in the end, I think, uh, along with things like the Joker movie happening and all this kind of stuff, uh, and, and then the announcements about next year and the, the Batman new Batman movie and things like that, Batman uh, uh, came number one on that particular list. Okay, good, good stuff. Uh, next up, best comic publisher UK and Ireland. The winner here is Rebellion and the runner-up Self-Made Hero. So uh, again, uh, coming back to kind of what we touched upon earlier, you know, a good year for Rebellion. And again, we've got some grand plans for 2020, which sound really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rebellion did really well in this in this um, uh, uh, awards. I think I sent them an email telling them how they'd done and they'd won a number of awards throughout this thing which is you know the amount of work they're putting into some of the work that they've 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 done is fantastic and the and there looks like some great titles coming out in 2020 that i think people who who are into british comics are really excited about um and then you do have something like self-made hero which um if you are a frequent uh, visitor to bookshops they have some amazing books that came out well this year and last year um, and so it was good to see them there as well. Uh, some consistently great books coming from them too. Well worth people going out and trying, I think. No, I'd have, I'd have to agree. And yeah, I think um, both both publishers do really up the ante on the, on the, on the production quality <laughs> and, and the reproduction, you know, on, on those books. And certainly the, the Rebellion reprints are, are beautifully um, uh, updated and... and uh, and recreated from the original uh, scan, sometimes scans from from original comics pages. So, uh, so the retro team, I think, uh, at Rebellion deserves a, a round of applause. I think for all the hard work that they do getting the the uh, the work up to spec. Yeah, and I think they, I mean they. I think the one the one thing that's going to be interesting is Billy's Boots, which I think is released this year, um, which was was postponed from from two thousand and nineteen because of the 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 work that they had to do on those. On those pages to bring them all up to scratch, and you know, Billy's Boots is an affectionate character in people's minds. I think, and to to come out with something that was substandard would have been a disaster. So to actually take the brave decision to to delay that publication coming out and wait until 2020 just to get it right just shows what kind of work's being put in there by the repro teams. Okay, good stuff. Best comic writer is up next, and the winner of this is Al Ewing. And the runner-up is Brian Azarel. Um, so yeah, I mean, it seems to me that Al Ewan is uh, across uh, a lot of Marvel books this year. I think the Marvel uh, 1000 edition that they, they released for 80 years of Marvel, I think uh, Al wrote almost half the content of that, I think it seemed <laughs> when I was reading it. So uh, he's definitely flying high uh, at the moment, I would say. Um, I mean, maybe we could run through the, the, the next categories as, as a whole, uh, like yeah. you've done in the, in, in the magazine. So best comic writer, Al Ewing, uh, like you say. Best comic artist, uh, the winner is uh, Henry Flint, and the runner-up is Greg Capullo. 
Mm -hmm. uh, best comic colorist. Uh, the winner is Leonardo Manco, and the runner-up is Elizabeth uh, Britt Weiser. Uh, and the best comic letterer is Annie Parkhouse, with the runner-up being Jim Campbell. Yeah, and I think I seen the the, the, the magazine. Can you imagine the, you know those creative teams on one book? Wouldn't that be fantastic? <laughs> um, but I think it was important. I mean, you know, it, it's great to have the writers and the artists in there. I think that's that's usual. But I think it was good to get the colorists and the letterers into this into these categories because I think they are you know, unsung heroes. And I think a few comments have been made online by a number of colorists and letterers throughout the year that, you know, everyone's talking about the writer and everyone's talking about the artist. And in some cases, some artists being a little put out because they're just talking about the writer. Um, and uh, so it was good to get all the, all the, you know, you can't do everything, obviously, but it was good to get the colorists and the letterers and, and there was a fair number of nominations there and a, a fair number of people put forward. And I, and I think lettering is, is, is one of the things that, you know, when it comes to comics can really annoy you if it's, it's poorly lettered. Mm -hmm. um, uh, particularly now where some people might decide to just go the electronic route or, 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 or whatever. Um, uh, uh, and it can be quite stark and, 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 and horrible and, so yeah, it was good. It was good to it was good to to celebrate the work that's been done by all these creators. And it's great to see Annie getting recognised. I mean, Annie's been working, you know, in the industry for a good number of years, and obviously started mm -hmm. off traditionally and then moved over to digital, you know, production process. Um, yeah. So you know, I mean, I was looking a few weeks ago. I was looking at some original art from Miracle Man or or Marvel Man, as it was originally known, and, and Annie mm -hmm. uh, lettered a, a lot of the original pages uh, on that uh, it was a real shame when I, for me anyway when they re-lettered that for the American editions that Marvel brought out recently I kind of preferred Annie's uh, original take on it it was yeah. part of the personality of the, of the strip and I think that is important as part of the personality of the strip sometimes and it's also great to see Jim Jim Campbell now actually getting regular work in, in 2000 AD he's now mm -hmm. become a, a regular uh, letterer on the Zosser of, of, of Zilk that, that um, Brendan McCarthy has just started to run in, in 2000 yeah. AD so I see that uh, that Jim is, 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 is lettering uh, for that now so that, that's good yeah. as well um, and, and definitely an unsung kind of uh, art Art form, I would say, uh, like you say, yeah. along with colorists as well. Um, yeah. But uh, as far as best comic artist, Henry Flint, again, he's in a fantastic job in this new strip that that, that he's doing in uh, in 2000 AD, which is just out this week. Uh, the Christmas special is a new strip by by Henry, and what's really interesting right. about that strip is that it's very it's very pared back. There's not a lot of black and white. It's very much open line, uh, and he's letting the color do a, a lot of the work. Um, and it gives it a very distinctive feel, uh, a slightly European sort of edge to it, and a very kinetic sort of feel as well, which is very, very much Henry Flint's kind of kind of bag, I would say. Yeah, excellent. Um, I look forward to to picking it up and reading it. Good stuff. Well, all, all worthy winners there, and, and all worthy yeah. runners up as well. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, a really exciting category. I think, anyway, um, I think uh, this is great to see. You know, uh, the best new comic creator to watch, mm -hmm. and the winner of this category is Zori Thorgood, and yeah. the runner-up is Dan Cornwell. Yeah. And as you say in the magazine, very very closely run contest this one. Uh, yeah. So do you want to talk about that? Well, uh, I think, I, I, again, Zoe's, uh, I think she had a fan base 
come out and support her, uh, but as, as did Dan, I think. Um, uh, so again, it was it was one of those. I thought Dan was going to walk it at one point, and then and then and then Zoe did really really well to come and and, and win that that for the work that she's done. And I think there's some interesting books coming out from her uh, uh, that she's she's uh, sharing a little bit on on social media at the yeah. moment, which. Uh, I think um, you know if, if if these awards do help people know a little bit more about uh, a, a creator um, that perhaps they haven't heard before uh, about before, then um, that's all the good. And, and you know if it, it, it brings them to their social media account or whatever, just to see what it is that they're actually doing, you know, then I, I think that's you know really positive positive way about these awards as well and, and obviously then you've got someone like dan who's who's done the uh, rock uh, of the reds uh, uh, and has he gone from bus driver to artist or, or he's probably always an artist he just had to ride a, drive buses or something i don't know um and um uh, and the rock the god campaign i think also won the the best um the best uh, kickstarter or crowdfunder uh, award as well um, it was good, you know. It's good to see. I thought I thought Dan was going to 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 to, to walk it, but that that but Zoe's fan base really did come out and deliver for for her on this particular one, and you know, and it was a really good. It was one of the most exciting contests to watch, uh, but both are great, and 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 hopefully people will go out and look out for their work, and you know, the name will stick in your head, and you'll 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 enjoy what 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 they produce over the next 12 months yeah looking at zoe's work on on uh, social media on on our twitter page um the book that she's working on that comes out um next year is the impending blindness of billy scott and the artwork looks fantastic it's a very kind yeah. of nice kinetic kind of kind of loose feel there's not a kind of straight line uh, in the art which is great and, it, and it's, a, it's very nicely done and it's uh, the pages that the, the examples online uh black and white pages uh they're full of character and, and and quite dynamic movement as well. And Dan yeah. as well. Dan's made that transition from, I suppose, you know, going from you know Rock uh, uh, of the Reds into 2008 and has worked on Dread now a number of times and yeah. the, the Max uh, Normal uh, strip as well. That's uh, right. Yeah. And works very closely with John. And I was lucky yeah. enough to meet Dan over in the Oma. Uh, Comic Con, so Dan did really well with his uh, commissions over there. There's some fantastic commission work uh, at his table. So again, great to see uh, Dan getting the recognition that he deserves. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 uh, and both books, uh, that the one that Zoe's doing and the one that Dan's doing, really looking forward to seeing those in in 2020. Great. Okay, next up, best comic publisher US worldwide. Uh, the winner is Image, and the runner-up is DC. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting. Uh, Marvel not in the picture there, but maybe that's just uh, the, the the fact that Image has put out such a diverse kind of catalog of, of of creator own projects. I think that that's what really sets it apart, certainly for me. Yeah, I think uh, in some ways the, the the winners throughout this whole awards are quite eclectic. You know, it's not the usual people that you think might might have won. These particular categories, and 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 particularly Marvel, when you think about what they were doing at the time of this um, award award nominations with Marvel One Thousand and and the work that was being done there, but perhaps people feel that they have 
celebrated that particular thing in a different way, whether that's whether that's you know by choosing Al as the best writer or, or, or whatever, but it's certainly an eclectic amount of different people that people actually chose to nominate, and then eventually they went through to 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 to, to go to the um, to the actual awards themselves. So yeah, I think it probably does reflect uh, with Image, uh, you know, um, some of the. The, the books that they're putting out and different books uh, that people are responding to um, uh, and perhaps you know there's an element of you know the maybe using UK creators as well in there that people you know really like um, uh, there's maybe an element of that as well so it's hard, it's hard to tell why people actually choose who they who they go for at the end of the day uh, with, when they just bring out a vote out there I guess we'll never know but yeah, it was great. It was good to see that it wasn't just the usual, the usual suspects of DC and Marvel that, that won that particular award. Okay, good stuff. Uh, most memorable comic moment winner here is Moore and O'Neill League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and the runner-up is uh, the death of Judge Hershey. Sorry, spoilers there if you've not actually read 2018 <laughs> in the last year. Uh, I'm assuming that the award here is for the the Tempest, the last. Uh, uh, comic, so so they say from uh, from Alan Moore uh, and 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 Kev O'Neill on the art, obviously as well, um, which I thought was a fantastic series, really nicely produced, uh, very kind of meta uh, in in its content uh, yeah. and bringing things you know uh, to a pretty sound conclusion, I thought, uh, and obviously uh, runner up the death of Judge Hershey, which sort of been on the cards for a few years now. Um, very well uh, played out by by John uh, Wagner in, mm -hmm. in in the prog this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, both uh, both both memorable moments if you want. And the the, the moment I suppose is I suppose you that that we're celebrating here is probably the whole of the Tempest. I imagine. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was quite surprised not to see Alan Moore and Kev O'Neill uh, in 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 another one of the categories. I don't think. Uh, they may have been nominated, but they certainly didn't get the required number of. Well, I think what uh, Alan did uh, um, in, in one of the in the other one of the awards, um, but I think it was definitely to do with. I mean, it's a, it's been a great series. Um, the the totality of that series has been the quality of it has been absolutely fantastic. I think uh, in terms of what they did with the Tempest and how they kind of even brought it back to uh, sort of the the idea of how people and, and creators have been treated over the year in terms of the uh, 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 the years with the editorial that they put in there and, yeah, and the yeah. story itself and the different facets of the book and how it worked made it a you know a, you know a collector's piece the fact that they were using some of the, the cover I mean the 2000 AD inspired cover at the end was you know worth you know the admission price alone. <laughs> Um, so I think it was it was it was just a moment where people went, and, and, and the fact that it, it, it was, I'm not sure if it's Kev in O'Neill's final book, uh, and if he's retiring, but certainly from from the fact that it was Alan Moore's uh, final comic work, uh, so we so we're led to believe, um, I think was the moment uh, for with both of them. That this was that 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 was the moment, and you know it it, it just edged it. The, the, the Hershey uh, death of Hershey uh, looked like it was going to romp it at one point, and and then the, and then the, the tempest and the whole the whole book just came out of 
uh, you know, it just galloped towards the end. And it's quite amazing because obviously people don't see who they're voting for and we just see the votes coming in. Yeah. So, and I, and I think, I'm not sure if the, 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 the Tempest uh, uh, was, was, was just coming to the final crescendo at the time when the votes were on. And, and it, you know, it, it just stuck in people's minds as why, well. you know, this guy has done, or both these guys have done this huge body of work and this is the end of it. And uh, this is as good as it gets. And, um, and you know, we want to celebrate that. So. Okay, good stuff. Okay, looking forward to 2020 is the next category. Mm-hmm. And the winner of this category is the uh, Trigon Empire. Yep. Uh, and the runner-up is the Immortal Hulk. Um, I'm really looking forward to Trigon Empire. I do have copies of it, and I do have the original. I'm looking at my bookshelf at the moment, the uh, the Hamlin uh, Trigon Empire reprint, um, which, which is uh, which was which is the only. Uh, major collection uh, a bar one a couple of years ago where they took uh, some great uh, time over 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 the production on that and i do believe some of the scans from that are used are going to be used in the rebellion um reprint which which happens next year uh the immortal hulk i have to admit i've not um been following a lot of marvel comics these days so that uh that that's one that i may, I may well add to my my pool list in, in the new year when that one comes out um, anything uh, you want to say about the two winners here? Yeah, it's t- it's t- I'm terrible. I'm like you with with, with well, I I don't really understand. Uh, I'm not a big Marvel fan myself, so uh, you know I I'm, I'm kind of lost there along with manga cosplay and things like that. So I about everybody's better knowledge of 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 of, of people's passion for things all Hulk, which um, people are. Uh, certainly haven't I, I, I've heard on some of even the comic scene podcasts it was mentioned a few times uh, um, uh, the character and I, I never realized he was held with such affection by people throughout the years um, uh, my experience of, of Hulk was always just you know um, Bruce Bruce Banner on the television series <laughs> rather than actually buying the comic or the annuals so um but it's obviously creating some excitement um, uh, leading up into 2020. Um, the Dragon Empire was is on our website. It was the it, it went ballistic um, when we uh, put it up there. Once the news broke, it was one of the top stories that people read about. I'm sure it's the same on um, down the tubes who, who probably wrote it about it a lot more eloquently than than we did, and with the back history and. Um, yeah, it looks like it's a very exciting book for people. I think they've they've just they've just announced it, they've just shut shut it off in hardback, which I'm, I'm sure people will have will have gone to to order from the website. Um, and it really does look like a a book that people want. And and if you've got some of the old Hamlin books on your bookshelf, Phil, you might want to sell them now, so that because <laughs> you, you probably get your best price with them now than. The, in a few months' time, when the reprints come out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll, I am thinking of downsizing my collection. I might consider that. Uh, we'll see. Um, but then, you might be able to afford the rest your comics for the rest of the year. On the well, you never, you never know. You never know. <laughs> um, it's interesting again that it did come up as as, as one of the choices in uh, in the podcast earlier in the year. 
from the guys from um, Beyond the Sofa and uh, Where Eagles There. And when they were on the podcast, that was highlighted as one of their uh, historical favourites. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out to a new audience for people yeah. who haven't seen it before. I always find mm-hmm. that interesting to see how these kind of uh, kind of classics, you know, uh, play to a 21st century audience. So hopefully this new yeah. format will get it accessible and into the hands of a, of a whole new audience. Yeah, looks stunning. Looks stunning. The, the covers look stunning yeah, as well. Yeah, I have right? to say, Chris has done a fantastic job of capturing mm-hmm. uh, the, the feel of the originals. So it's great yeah. to see that. Okay, best crowdfunding campaign. Winner here, and we touched upon it earlier on, is Rock the God. Yeah. And the runner up is the Edmonton Brothers with their colossal uh, crowdfunding uh, successes that they've had. So, yes. yeah. I mean, the, the, well, I, I just wanted to touch on this a little bit. I, was, I mean, obviously, Rock the Gods was, was the crowdfunder was happening while the voting was happening. So, it's obviously in people's minds. And it was a close run thing as well in terms of the, them, them getting the funds for that. Uh, uh, a little bit like the striker one from the beginning of the year where I think they were trying to raise something like £45,000 and they just did it with, with hours to spare. I was quite surprised that the Ethrington brothers didn't, didn't win it um, because obviously the, 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 the crowdfunding campaigns are phenomenal and the, the quality of the books looks amazing and the amount of money that they raise is phenomenal um but yeah it was it was it was it was good to see there's some great stuff coming out of the the rock the gods the, the crowdfund they're great to see some brian boland in there and 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 things like that so well done to 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 rock the gods we're, we're looking forward to that next year we're obviously running the series in in comic scene at the moment and it probably should all tie up by the time the the book comes out so that's quite exciting yeah, no, it's great, great to see because again, I think the you know the assumption would be that the Edmonton brothers would would, would walk that with with the, the figures and like you say, they, they they certainly well they maybe don't need the extra publicity. Let's face it, you know. No, I don't. I don't think they need any publicity from, <laughs> you know? from us. I think we, you know, we, we we would we would we would love a few retweets up then maybe, but uh, <laughs> it probably works the other way around. I don't think they need our help. I think the quality of the work that they do comes out um, really well, and, and and people respond to that really well in terms of the crowdfunders so fantastic stuff and it was great uh omar managed to pick up the first uh, single issue of, of rock the god so that looks like a, a fantastic <laughs> continuation of the original series which like you say is, is currently running in comic scene so if you're not yeah. if you've not picked that up or if you've not read it then now's the chance to do that okay best indie or small press comic uh, the winner here is combat colin by lou stringer and the runner-up is up edge of extinction yeah, this is an interesting category um, because these are uh, two titles that, uh, I mean, a number of people are doing sort of end-of-year titles now. Uh, Pipe Dreams been doing one, which comic scene is obviously associated with because they do our our um, our independent section in the magazine and they do a fan- fantastic job for us. And uh, I think Broken Frontier have just announced today their, their list. And um, and probably um, I think we mentioned the awesome comic pod, and I think they're going to do an end of year, not necessarily a list, but they'll probably talk about some of the titles that they enjoyed over the year uh, if they haven't done so already. So um, yeah, but this is this, these are two things that perhaps don't appear on those lists, but are, fall under the auspices of small press, and 
and um, and that's what people put forward in terms of the nominations, and that's what people people voted for um, in at, at the end. And and uh, Lou um, uh, was the final winner of that particular section with uh, the Comeback Colin uh, stuff, uh, which he's been um, re-releasing over over a wee while, and I think you can you can get most of them all together in about a six pack at the moment. Um, and obviously, this is coming end to the end of his Blimey blog uh, this year, um, which he's been talking about for a number of years, um, so he can concentrate on his own work blog and, and, and moving forward with that. So it was really good to see Combat Colin win this particular particular uh, award, and, and well deserved the amount of work that that the Lou has done over the, over many 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 years. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to agree. I'd. Uh... Opportunity to chat to, to Lou over in Omar again. He was one of the guests, so we had a very long chat uh, at the the bar on 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 the Saturday night about the industry and you know <laughs> comics history and where things are going. And so it's great to see you know Lou get that that recognition because he has worked in the industry for a number of years and is very very clued up on you know all comics, not just humor comics, but you know yeah. old um boys adventure comics you know marvel you know uh, uk comic history and has written um various articles on on british comics uh, over, over the years so you know uh it's hard to to to, to categorize lou i would say and I, i've always been a fan of his work and i'm particularly fond of his strip that he runs in uh, in the doctor who magazine as well which i think is fin- yeah I think he does a fantastic job of, of, yeah. of that so so it's great to see lou get that uh, recognition and again I remember his work from back in the Marvel UK days where there'd always be that humour strip and more often than not it was done by by Lou so he's he's, he's definitely a, a kind of com- UK comic stalwart I would say uh, the up edge of extinction is something I'm not particularly aware of I have to say uh, in my shame here yeah it's a it's a well it's a it's I think it's a zombie title um and uh it's I think there's about four issues out at the moment and it's it seems to be well liked by the people who are in that that particular genre and this this year we 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 had a bit of a, a discussion on well I didn't necessarily but pipe dream were kind of like well this isn't really a title that we want to to cover um, it's not really my cup of tea kind of thing. I don't want to say anything negative about it, but at the same time, online we had a good. There was a good chat in terms of people being very positive about the title, and this was happening at the same time that votes were happening as well. And and um, uh, and um, uh, I, I think it was a. You know, I think I think this is what the beauty about about comics just in general is that. Uh, and, and awards in, in general is that you know some things aren't people's cup of tea, and and but for some they're huge. I mean, you know, an indie title, whether it about about zombies. Well, you know, you know, you look you look at something like the Walking Dead title that was like the huge title, uh, biggest title in in comics for many years. I think it finished finished this year, and you know, I've never read any of them. Um, I've never watched the TV series. It's just not my cup of tea, but. You know, there is a huge market out there, and 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 that's the beauty of comics. Some people like things, some people don't, and this performed really, really well in this category. And and and, and for me, that was that was it, it was it was great. It just showed that that you know that in terms of comics, that you know people 
like some things and some people don't. And you can debate about that. And you can talk about that and you can question it and you can, you can, but actually, you know, you like what you like. And if it's successful for you, that's brilliant. And, and that's what's important here. Um, so yeah, it, 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 and the covers on them look fantastic. Uh, they are absolutely brilliant. A lot of work goes into them. A lot of promotion. They work really, really hard at promoting it online, and and, and I'm sure it does really, really well. And that's reflected in, in why it got so many votes. Um, but Lou just in the end just just edged it. Uh, it. I think you know that consistency of work over many years really paid off. Um, and I think I say in the magazine that I think Lou had announced that, you know, this was the end of Blimey, which which was one of the blogs that when I was doing initial research on comic scene, that was one of the first ones that I read even before Down the Tubes. You know, it was the one that came up all the time. And, um, you know, and then you sort of, you know, you realize, oh, my goodness, I, I knew Lou's work from, you know, when I was into fandom, you know, 30 years ago. And we were doing the um, Crikey volumes this year. We printed the four, four Crikey volumes. And, you know, Lou's in there. He's being interviewed. He's, he's writing articles in there. Um, and, you know, the, and the Combat Collins stuff is, is coming out and at the same time as the awards were going on as well. So, you know, both vastly different comics. You won't see them on any, any other list, I don't think. Uh, and it just shows how great the comic industry can be and, and, and how great that sort of small press indie uh, uh, part of the industry is as well. Yeah, no, I think again it's great that, that Lou is revisiting these old characters and using the power of of, of that kind of small press, even though Lou is actually quite mainstream, you know, uh, mm -hmm. early on in his career, and using the power of yeah. of, of, of print on demand and and, and to, to, to actually again bring bring his work to, to a new audience while still maintaining yeah. his work for you know, Doctor Who magazine and his DC Thompson work and yeah, all, all the other things that, that he's done uh, over the years. And and again, it's great, you know, we, Lou is very well connected within the industry. Lou knows a lot of people and you see him at a lot of shows, you know, he puts the time and effort in. Uh, and, and so it's fantastic, like I say, to see that, that this kind of work get win awards because it, it would normally be passed over in more mainstream uh, awards i would say and there is a yeah. bone of contention i mean let's face it you know awards are, are subjective you know on a yeah. mass scale they they're subjective you know this is uh, awards are as fair as they can be you know the, the more people who vote the the less subjective i suppose it's going to be you know um but there's a bone of contention out there about end of year lists and you know comics awards and there always has been and there always will be you know and, and i think you know um for people who who don't want to engage with that that's fine you know for people who engage with lists and best of lists it's someone's point of view you know whether that's an individual putting a list out as the best graphic novels of 2019 or whether that's a podcast doing a a rundown or whether it's a magazine doing awards you know it's subjective it's not the you know it's, it's down to taste it might not be everyone's cup of tea like you say you know and it is what it is you know yeah, and, and 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 you know, I think any creator who, I mean, I, I I I'm amazed when I've when I this this year when I've had the chance to speak to some creators, I've I've I've, you know, they they're very personal as well. They don't just talk about the work, but they talk about themselves. And some some people have you know, very serious issues that they deal with day to day in their in their everyday lives, 
you know, whether that's mental health issues or the, you know, that, you know, they've got the, you know, the, the family is ill or, or, or whatever. And it's, it, and, then, and this is an outlet for them. It's, the, it's a very brave outlet to do as well, I think, because, you know, if you have, you, you're concerned about things and how people think about you or whatever, then to actually do a body of work and then put it out there in today, irrespective of reviews and, and end of t- lists, but the fact that you've got, as we touched on earlier, things like Facebook and Twitter and, and things like that, you know, there's there's always somebody there who's going to be very positive about your work, and then there's somebody who's just going to come in and go, I don't particularly like that very much, and that can can affect people mm. in a very big way. Yeah. Uh, and I have a lot of um, respect for people who not only uh, you know, use this as a creative outlet, but I suppose in some ways they do it to to, to help themselves as well, and, and to take whether that's rejection or whether that's a positive comment because they have to, because that's everyday life and that's what they want to hear, yeah. uh, because it helps them. Um, but it's really amazing to go out there and, and put your work out there and 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 leave yourself open for that kind of. For, for 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 either the positive or the criticism, I think it takes a very very brave individual uh, to do that. Put your put your work out on the line, and, and full credit to everybody. And if you if you want to be on lists or you don't want to be on lists or you want reviews or you don't want to reviews, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's it, as long as you can get your work out there and you're happy with that and you're comfortable with that, then and and you'll do it in any way that you want. Then I think that's that's absolutely brilliant. So yeah. You know, good on you. And the, but the great thing about someone like uh, Lou uh, as well is that, you know, Lou this year, I think, probably has, I think he touched on, I think it was Toxic or whatever. One of the magazines has started reprinting his stuff. So he's, you know, he's lost that particular income from that, 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 that comic. But at the same time, you know, perhaps, you know, there's another avenue here in terms of, you know, Rebellion are doing the Buster stuff and he's, he's doing you know, mainstream comics, you know, he does the dandy annual, he does the, you know, he does all that. So he's kind of, it's great that you've got somebody there who, you know, can talk about the work and the industry and what's actually happening as well, because that's great advice for everybody else who's out there, who's trying to make a a living or or interested in doing that. You know, you you can learn things from people like Lou and, and, you know, it'd be it's going to be sad to see Blimey go if that's, yeah. you know, if he's going to mothball that. And it's, you know, it's going to be a great resource there. It's a real but shame. I was- yeah, I have to say, I agree. Uh, you know, that, that, that's, that website I've been following for years now, you know, and it's a great mm. resource as well as entertaining. And, you know, and I, I understand the reasoning behind it. You know, obviously he has to make a living and, you know, that's not making him money, you know. But at the same time, it's a real shame for comic fandom that 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 resource isn't going to be there but i think the best advice is for people just to migrate over to to Louis stringer's main blog uh where i'm sure you'll still update that point was that that was that's going to be quite interesting to follow yeah because it it, it is showing you know the work that he's doing and, and and how he's he's approaching that work and I think creators will learn a lot from that. And we did uh, actually try and get Lou up uh, to Dundee last year. It didn't ultimately <laughs> happen, but he's still on our hit list. Uh, obviously, he did a lot of work for DC Thompson, and uh, and we had a good chat in, in Oma. And uh, you know, I think uh, you know we'll, we'll eventually get him up to to Dundee Fantastic. to do something with our, our, our lot. And, and we are actually currently doing doing a live project with uh, with the Beano, which is quite exciting, which will be going into into the new year. So we are looking at you know. 
uh, getting people in of Lou's ilk, you know, to, to, to get <laughs> some of our students on that. So that's great to see as well. Okay, yeah. so uh, best new comic uh, stroke graphic novel, US and worldwide. The winner here is Batman Damned, and the runner-up is Are You Listening by Tilly Walden. Yeah, um, again, I, I'm not familiar with uh, uh, Tilly's work, so I can't really uh, comment on there. But, you know, when you're on a list like this, it makes you go off and, and, and go, well, I'm going to try that book. Um, I'll certainly pick it up on the shelves if I see it and, 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 and give it a whirl. The Damned, obviously, I, I have seen. Uh, I think everybody's seen more than they wanted from that particular title <laughs> <laughs> uh, over, the, over the last 12 months. Um, uh, certainly a, a title that suddenly went up in price um, as a collector's item uh, during the year as well. It was, I think it sold for £4 and was going for £50. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, um, a, a controversial title, a, 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 a popular title, um, it's just been reprinted, and um, uh, and it's obviously something that the people enjoyed. The black label um, uh, line from DC, obviously replacing Vertigo, probably in people's minds, um, which 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 sadly they ended this year, and uh, yeah, a, a very popular book. Yeah, I think it's interesting that the the black label, the, the formatting of that, was quite quite interesting as well. In mm -hmm. the fact that it was so like, oversized and you know uh, that sort of prestige uh, a feel about it, which maybe has something to do with the fact that it, you know it could have, if it was just printed as a normal comic format, it might not have have had the same sort of uh, resonance with the audience. Uh, it seems that, that 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 format has really kind of been popular with the readers. DC has been, always been, I think, at the forefront of, of changes in, in, in different formats. I think, you know, they were one of the, I think, you know, with Camelot 3000, they were one of the very first people to use that kind of, you know, uh, improved paper, the you know, and was Baxter paper or whatever like that. And then I think, Frank, you know, with The Dark Knight, when they used the sort of prestige format when that came out, and, and I think that was slightly... I was told a story, I think it was by John McShane, that it was influenced by British comics because Frank Miller saw copies of the old Eagle mm -hmm. with a with the format that it used to be in, the, the, the original Eagle with the format that it was in and, and went back and said, you know, this, you know, we can do this with American comics. And then I think um, there was there was some experimental comics by DC round about the time with um, Piranha Press and stuff like that when they started to to to, to change different formats and, and obviously they were a bit ahead of the time there but now I think I mean we've touched on even in some of our discussions Bill about the Roy of the Rovers books and and uh, the best selling books in the in the US like Guts and stuff like that and some of the titles that have been mentioned here in these awards the formats are all changing the book formats changing the way it comes out is changing. And you know we're we're kind of moving away perhaps from from just expecting everything to be in that sort of American U.S. cheap as chips format. People are thinking a little bit more about how they want their books to be presented. Um, and again, like we talked about event comic shops, this is like event books, and um, Black Label certainly presented that with um, the dam this year. 
Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely the way print is going and it, and it, and it has to kind of go that way, I suppose. It, it has to do things that digital can't do to make mm -hmm. it kind of stand out and to differentiate itself from digital. So kind of special printing techniques and, you know, prestige formats and paper stock and, you know, um, you know how, how it's bound, uh, slip cases, bot varnishes, you know, that kind of thing, you know, foil embossing. All those things that are luxury sort of print items, the physicality of that, are going to make print, you know, sustainable. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and the runner up, looking at the runners up works, Tilly Walden's. Are you listening? And and her other work, which again, if you if you're interested, uh, you should look her up. It's uh, TillyWalden.com. Um, uh, some very nice work on her site. Um, and uh, very very nice uh, sort of. Um, two-tone uh, colour work uh, and, and really nice line work uh, mm -hmm. and, and very interesting subject matter as well. Uh, you know, very diverse subject matter, I think. Uh, you know, so again, a, a worthy uh, runner-up, but completely different from from the winner. Yeah, I mean, it's great, isn't it? It's really fantastic that these sorts of things uh, come out of, 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 of nowhere in both categories, in both in both both uh, uh, winners, um, and, and that's the beauty again of of, of putting out um, an awards that people choose. It's brilliant. Okay, we're almost there. We've got a couple more categories to go. Um, second last entry here is best classic reprint, US and world. So uh, for the winner here, we have Killing Joke. And the runner-up is DC, the New Frontier, uh, the Black Label edition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there was no surprises here with the Killing Joke. I think it's been at the top of the book lists for a number of years, um, uh, always being reprinted, probably in a different format, or 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 uh, certainly being reprinted and, and and being thrown out into bookshops by by DC. So no surprises there in in, in terms of. Of who won that? I think. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, the New Frontier work uh, was a fantastic, um, fantastic publication as well. So again, yeah, both worthy winners there. Uh, and, yeah, the, the Darwin Cook stuff. Is, yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. It was a, a beautiful um, reprint. Um, it was nice to see. Um, I, I have it on my bookshelf, and uh, it, it, it's a great read as well. Okay, and finally, um, the Comic Creator Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, yeah. This is an interesting category. Do you want to talk a little bit about this? Yeah, so um, this has been, been a bit like the Oscars. It's been as long as the Oscars, hasn't it? I think we... <laughs> <laughs> you, but keep the best till last. Keep, keep us all hanging. Um, yeah, we, 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 we put out a Lifetime Achievement Award, and um, we had so many people put forward for this um, in terms of nominations and it was all too close to cut. We, we, we lost a few people to bring it down to the final vote, but we, we, we couldn't not include everybody who was put forward because the votes were, the nominations were all so close. Mm -hmm. um, and in turn, the, the voting also was quite close. Um, in fact, I would say, I mean, obviously, for first place, there was a tie. And, you know, the people who, who, who came a close second weren't that, that, that far away, uh, particularly in the writer cat category. Um, 
So commiserations now to Pat Mills, who uh, <laughs> who uh, who lost out to um, John Wagner, right? Uh, in, in terms of uh, the the writer, and in terms of uh, the artist, and who was joined with 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 John was was Cam Kennedy, uh, and so we put both of them into this uh, uh, lifetime achievement category as as winners for this year, uh, and congratulations to them. Yeah, again, John and, and Cam, obviously both very good friends and have been in the industry for a good number of years. And I was lucky enough to catch up with John down at Thought Bubble uh, this year. He was busy promoting uh, the new uh, Rock the God book, uh, mm-hmm. amongst other things. Uh, and very, very uh, popular table we had down there as well. And Cam, um, we've had an association uh, in Dundee with for a number of years. And obviously Cam started his career here in Dundee with DC Thompson. And uh, again, uh, you'll often find his work popping up in the reprints uh, of DC Thompson's Commando books. But obviously Cam, Cam's work encompasses, you know, Rogue Trooper, the VCs, Judge Dredd, in American comics, he did Outcast with um, with uh, John uh, Wagner and Alan Grant. Uh, he moved on to Light and Darkness War, and also, most famously, I would say, probably for Cam, uh, Star Wars: Dark Empire, which, uh, interestingly enough, may have may resonate with some of the themes of the the final Star Wars film, which comes out at the end of this week. So, uh, both... yeah, yeah, I think um, at the time of these award, awards were being done, uh, I think that the death of Hirsch. She was 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 out, and people were talking about how great a story that was. Rock the Gods was being done as well, and we've obviously been talking with John about that, about having that in in comic scene, and he's been a you know a, a very good friend to the magazine as well. And uh, Cam obviously was on the um, the early po- uh, comic scene podcasts, uh, talking about his career. Uh, I think in the first two episodes of the, the comic scene podcast that he put together for us. Phil, as part of the Masters in Comics series that you were doing as well, and uh, some great stories. And, and as you say, it, it was great to see, great to see him uh, being celebrated within this 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 category. So both worthy winners, I think, um, and um, and we're very proud to to have them uh, in, in there with everybody else who won uh, in in the categories this year for the for the first Comic Scene Awards. Fantastic. Well, that's uh, that's us uh, got through it all eventually. <laughs> so, yes. Like you say, a, a mammoth task. And uh, yeah. um, there's also uh, an end of year review uh, in the latest issue uh, of 2019, uh, which I believe uh, Richard Burton's put together, um, yeah. which kind of ties into to, to the awards as well, along with uh, various uh, new comic strips in um, Comic Scene Presents Corker. So I don't maybe if you want to talk a little bit about that before we wind things up. Yeah, we we um, we obviously have been doing some uh, many articles uh, on, on on comics and um, and we'll continue to do so. so. But I think we we've, we've discovered that you know comics really doesn't isn't just about the classic stuff that we all remember. We, and we've touched on some of the themes here. There's a whole mix of comics that we want to. To potentially cover in in comic scene, so we've been thinking about ways that we can actually do that and ha- actually help increase the readership. But at the same time, I think uh, we, we we've seen that there's some absolutely amazing uh, comics out there that perhaps have had a very small audience in terms of uh, the crowdfunding that's been done and the indie press that that has been done. And and we thought to ourselves, well, we've got the opportunity here to maybe share some of this work 
to a wider audience on on the newsstands. So um, from the last issue, uh, we've been working on it during the summer and seeing how people responded to them, and it's been quite positive. So we've got a few strips in there now, including um, Rock of the Reds and Lady Flint, Lockbook 2, Captain Cosmic, and we've we've launched Corker. Um, obviously, people have been talking about the the fact that you know you've got the Beano and you've got the the Phoenix, but there isn't that many new comics out there. And we we thought, well, wouldn't it be good if we could we could do something that people could you know as adults could read the magazine and then pull out the kids section and maybe share it with someone or share it in a public space. So we've got some uh, of the um, uh, characters in there like Slash Moron, Wacker Man. Um, we've 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 got Megatomic. Battle Rabbit and Gallant and Amos, which are great characters in that, and so hopefully that will bring a different dimension to to the magazine. And we're for subscribers, we're working on a um, sort of digital comic scene plus um, that people will get along with their with their with their subscription, uh, hopefully, which will be free, but will perhaps um, uh, feature things that we've not been able to put into the magazine uh, and and maybe just capture the voice a few more voices um uh, of the comic industry which we're just we're just unable to do within the sort of 80 pages that we we've got that when we think we want to try and do so we're we're trying to get some people to to contribute to that um uh, uh, over the over the piece and and, and 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 covering all aspects of 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 the industry so we're just working on that over the winter so that's quite exciting. So yeah, it's 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 the the next issue is the review of the year. The awards are all in there. There's a there's a few features on Visit Forty and Forty Years of the Doctor Who magazine, and and hopefully it'll be a, a, an issue that people will will want to 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 pick up. We're trying to encourage people to do that. If there's one issue you're going to pick up this year, make sure it's that one. That'll help us as a small independent magazine to provide the funds to keep going for the next year so we're trying to encourage people to to buy that magazine and see how many comic fans out there will actually do that and if we and so we started this kind of 80 day challenge where we're trying to we've set ourselves this target of 25,000 people seeing this this issue of the magazine um and uh, for every sort of thousand people we get we're, we're going to give some money to the little heroes charity as well and and we'll give some money to them for any products that are bought in our shop as well. So we're trying to do something a little bit different, mix it up a little bit, um, so that we can continue to promote comics and promote work. And obviously we've got the magazine now is moving to Australia and Canada and, and the USA. We're in Barnes & Nobles there. And we've just announced the shops that we're in in Canada and Australia. So we're trying to get people's work out there as much as we possibly can as well. So... Hopefully, fingers crossed, people will will respond to that and 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 keep picking up the magazine. Great stuff. Okay, and look forward to that in the new year. And hopefully, in the new year, we'll be picking up uh, with some of the creators uh, who have been uh, listed as as winners, runners up uh, uh, to come on mm-hmm. the, the podcast and, and have a chat about what they're working on. Yeah. Um, so we'll be continuing that in the new year. So this will wind up this year's um, uh, podcast shows. So it's been an interesting yeah. year. We've, we've kind of changed format a little bit and uh, tried to mix things up a bit as well in the podcast, and hopefully we'll continue to do that into into our second year uh, come January. So uh, so thanks uh, for joining joining me, Tony, and hopefully we'll we'll catch up again 
uh, in the new year. Yeah, well, I'd just like to, to say thank, thanks, Philip, for, for the work you've done on the podcast. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, we, we really like the work that you've, you, you, you've done in it. And, and thanks to everybody who's been reading Comic Scene over the last year and checking out the website and stuff like that. And all I'd just like to say is uh, we wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we'll, we'll see you in the new year when the magazine's back in uh, about in, in February. Okay, thanks very much, Tony. All right, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Sponsored by GetMyComics.com. Comic Scene is available monthly from WH Smiths and all good comics retailers. Join us next month for another episode of Comic Scene, the podcast.